take my eye off you. Can't take my eye off you. Kim Don't got nothing on you. Don't got nothing on you. My heart is ready for something I have been telling a long time True love crime, I hope you know that It may hurt for a while Let's slow down, slow down I can see behind that broken smile Nice, sweet, smooth Like go, go, pray Go, go, pray Episode of Sam Sales University. Yes, yes, yes. How was your weekend? Hopefully, you had some R and R. And relaxation. Getting ready for another Monday. The beginning of the sales week. Yes. Today, I want to talk about a topic that I've always uh, touched upon, um, which is having empathy and emotions and sales. And obviously, you know, uh, we want to be authentic with that, right? So today's show is basically how do we navigate emotions and sales? building connections versus manipulation right there's a lot of scammy people out there today we're going to dive into a topic that's at the heart of every successful salesperson's journey which is emotion and sales Sales, after all, it's not just about products and services. It's about connecting with people on a profound level. In this episode, we're going to explore the intricate landscape of emotions within the sales process. But here's the twist. There is a twist. We're not just going to talk about scratching the surface. We're going to dive or delve deep into the heart of the matter. We're gonna dissect the fine line between creating genuine emotional connections and the controversy surrounding emotional manipulation and sales. 
It's a subject that has ignited debates, raised ethical concerns, and transformed the way businesses approach their customers. So the question is asked, can I explain why emotions play such a significant role in the sales process? What is the emotional landscape that salespeople navigate? Well, emotions are integral in the decision-making process because they guide our choices. In sales, understanding the emotional landscape means recognizing that the customers make purchasing decisions based on how they feel about a product or a service. You see, often more than the product's features or benefits, uh, successful salespeople tap into the emotions to connect with their customers on a deeper level. I think you can really do that when you really believe in your product. You know, I think if you're selling something or have a product or service that you really don't believe in, then, you know, it's going to be very hard for you to conjure up, you know, real emotions, right? So how do we differentiate between uh, genuine emotional connection and emotional manipulation in sales tactics, right? Well, a genuine emotional connection in sales is built on trust, empathy, and the intention to genuinely help the customer, right? It involves understanding their needs and providing solutions that align with those needs. Emotional manipulation, on the other hand, involves deceptive practices such as guilt tripping or using fear to pressure customers into buying something they may not need or want. That's why you got to really believe in what you're selling. Because if I really believe in a product, I might apply some pressure depending if it's you know, time sensitive, you know, I'm not very pushy, but if it's time sensitive, then it's in their best interest, right? So the, the key distinction here is the intent behind the emotional engagement, right? What is your intent? What? what, what, what? So Let's shed some light on the ethical concerns and criticism surrounding emotional manipulation in sales. Ethical concerns stem from the fact that emotional manipulation in sales can involve deceptive practices, dishonesty, and lack of transparency. Critics argue that it breaches trust and can harm customers emotionally and financially. It's essential for salespeople and businesses to be aware of these concerns to maintain ethical standards and long-term customer relationships. Right, so emotional manipulation, again, it's a deceptive practice, it's dishonest, and normally it lacks transparency. You know, I've been, uh, and this goes both, I mean, listen, I've been uh, deceptive, I've, I've had, uh, you know, a lot of deception in sales, but being that I'm a salesperson, I'm easy to sell, right? We're normally easy to sell to, but I really wanted the product anyway. So, 
I got it. Even though I know the salesperson was like, you know, whatever. So what are some common emotional manipulation tactics that salespeople should be aware of? And how can they avoid causing, crossing the line into manipulation, you may ask? Some common manipulation tactics include creating false sense of urgency. Again, certain topics are um, time sensitive, uh, especially in the insurance world. So you want to have a little sense of urgency, but nine times out of 10, you know, you know, you don't want to be over the top using guilt or fear to pressure customers. So bad. I hate that. Should never do that, especially to older customers, like elder, elderly customers, the seniors that happens to them all the time. Or making promises that cannot be fulfilled. Yeah. Yep, that's a rookie mistake. To avoid crossing the line into manipulation, salespeople should prioritize transparency, active listening, and a genuine desire to understand and meet the, the customer's needs. Building trust and report based on authenticity is key. So the question should ask, what tactics can we use as salespeople to, to, to build genuine emotion, emotional connections? Building genuine emotional connections starts with active listening. Salespeople should strive to understand the customer's goals, challenges, and emotions. Empathy is crucial. It allows salespeople to put themselves in the customer's shoe and offer solutions that genuinely help. Authenticity is the cornerstone of genuine connections. Be transparent about the product or services it benefits and any limitations. Right. I mean, if your product does have limitations, let the customer know. You know, I mean, it's okay. But you must believe in what you're selling, ladies and gentlemen. You must believe in what you're selling for any of this to make sense. So consider the story of... Jane, the salesperson who took time to deeply understand their customer needs and concerns by actively listening, empathizing, and offering a tailored solution. They not only made a sale, but also created a long-term advocate for their business. These success stories demonstrate the authenticity and empathy payoff in building lasting emotional connections. So this is good. Like you want to be an advocate, a long-term advocate for your customer. You know, they're busy. Like you're probably the expert at what you do. They're busy. They, I mean, you know, you want to be their advocate. You want to make sure they're in good shape. You know, don't think about the commission. Don't have the commission breath. 
you know. So what advice would I give sales professionals on striking the right balance between using emotional effectively, using emotions effectively and avoiding manipulation to strike the right balance? Sales professionals should focus on customers best interest, prioritize empathy, active listening and authenticity in every interaction. Be transparent about the product or services and its benefits. Remember that genuinely satisfied customers can become a loyal advocate driving long-term success. Referrals. That's exactly what you want. If you can generate referrals consistently, that's like a gold mine, man. You know. So some key takeaways that I want to leave you with. Emotional intelligence, emotional intelligence is an invaluable skill in sales. By understanding the emotional landscape, recognizing the line between connection and manipulation and practicing empathy and authenticity, sales professionals can build lasting and ethical relationships with their customer. Remember, the goal is not just a sale, but a satisfied and loyal customer. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for turning, tuning in to Sam Sales University. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe for more enlightening discussions on sales and marketing and ethical business practices. Don't forget to visit islandinsurancegroup.com. Don't forget to visit travelersinsurancequote.com for your travel insurance. Leave your comments, right? Good or bad. And until next time, enjoy your day. Make it productive. Peace. Peace.